This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello and welcome to the 350th episode of the Tech Guide podcast. Thanks for listening and downloading. Great to have you with us once again. We couldn't have got this far without you. Welcome to to our first time listeners. Better late than never, I say. Good to have you on board as well. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. This week, Telstra's blazing 5G demonstration with the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G. We'll also look at the HTC 5G Hub, which will also be launched on the Telstra 5G network, and TCL to release its 8K TV in Australia. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to check out the new Google Pixel 3a smartphone. We're going to run our eye over the Lenovo Smart Clock and the Aura Scanner that can also double as a desk lamp, and we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that can keep you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, this is the week that Telstra has officially flicked on its 5G network and offering devices to customers. We're recording this on Monday, the 27th of May, and from tomorrow, which is May the 28th, is when customers can purchase the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G and the HTC 5G Hub. We'll talk about HTC in the next segment. I just want to concentrate, first of all, on not only the demonstration of 5G, but also the Galaxy S10 5G smartphone itself. A very impressive device indeed, and it was announced a few months ago with the Galaxy S10 and S10 Plus, so back in back in February, already a few months ago, and it's finally with us now. Australia is actually the third market in the world to receive the Galaxy S10 5G after South Korea and the US. But you can't have a 5G phone without a 5G network, and Telstra certainly uh, turned it on officially today and did an amazing demonstration too. They did a speed test. Uh, This was conducted at the Telstra Sydney CBD office, so right in the middle of the Sydney CBD, where a lot of the 5G coverage will be found, not only here in Sydney, but also in 10 other cities around Australia. They announced uh, they announced last week that these devices were coming, but what they also did was highlight the ten cities where five G coverage is available, uh, as well as and I've published these on Tech Guide. They've also published coverage maps. Now you'll find that the the cities are Adelaide, Brisbane, Canberra, Gold Coast, Hobart, Launceston, Melbourne. Perth, Sydney, of course, Toowoomba. So the these are the 10 cities that will have 5G coverage and these maps, which are on Tech Guide, you can see show the coverage, the anticipated coverage by June 30. Now, there's, a, there's 5G in most of these areas already and we're talking C, uh, the CBDs of these major cities, as well as near their airports as well. Here in, in Sydney, there's a lot of coverage, solid coverage around the airport and, of course, in the city as well uh, and, and around the, the CBD in, into North Sydney as well. Telstra are saying that the the coverage will increase. Uh, they're going to have another 25 cities which will have 5G coverage within the next 12 months. And we're not just talking major cities we're talking major regional centers as well so i'd imagine uh places like wollongong newcastle and other other places around australia with the uh, similar major regional centers will also get the 5g treatment as well so exciting times and and this is this is a really good demonstration of how 5g will be used not only for mobile customers which we'll talk about with the galaxy s10 but also for 
for home customers as well as a as an alternative perhaps to the NBN uh, as a way for them to be connected at high speeds. But more about the home stuff in a sec. Let's talk about this amazing demonstration that Telstra conducted using the Galaxy S10 5G. Now, there was uh, a big screen which was connected to the Galaxy S10 5G. And this is, again, I said in the, in the Sydney office of Telstra in the CBD of Sydney. And they hit the go button and the needle, it just buried the needle right on the other side of the, of the graph. Uh, and it, it totally clocked it. It would not go any further. And they reached download speeds of 1.216 megabits per second. That's 1,216 megabits per second. So uh, that's pretty good. It's one, so 1.216 gigabits per second is 1,116 megabits per second. So 12 times faster than the fastest plan currently available on the NBN. So that there really impressed me. I saw this live, uh, this photos of the, of the result, the screenshot on Tech Guide as well. I, di- I did see that with my own eyes. It was amazing. And in, in some parts of the Telstra 5G network, the, the Telstra was saying that you could potentially get even faster speeds than that. Potentially, 5G theoretically can go beyond 2 gigabits per second in the right locations, of course. Not, not, you're not going to get those speeds everywhere, but at the very worst, if you're not getting 5G speeds, you're going to get 4GX speeds, which are around a gigabit per second. So speed is what you need right here. That's what you're going to get if you're going to sign up to this to this uh, this deal uh, to the Telstra 5G network. And Optus and Vodafone customers, your 5G networks are also on the way. So don't worry about that. It, it's coming. Telstra just wanted to be the first. Their 5G network, they, they've built it uh, in, in partnership with Ericsson, a company they've had a long relationship with. They built the Next G network back then, the 4G network. They also had help from Ericsson. That was in 2011, can you believe? That's how long 4G's been around. And it, when it went public, it went, it went to the next level sort of, the customer level in 2012 so it's still nine years that we've had 4g coverage and now we're on to 5g but let's talk about the device itself very impressive now anyone who's used the galaxy s10 or s10 plus will will know the quality that you get with that device well imagine that and then some. This this takes that even further. So not only are you getting 5G speeds, but you're also getting these amazing features as well. For a start, it's got a bigger screen. 6.7-inch display. It's the Infinity O display, which means there's a little hole punch in the top right-hand corner for the two front-facing cameras and also an infrared depth sensor as well. Uh, talk about that in a moment. On the back is a is four cameras, so that's six in total. You get your ultra wide, your your zoom, and all, all the lenses plus a three D depth sensing lens as well. So that's four lenses on the back, two lenses on the front. That adds up to a six camera system. On top of that, you're getting a four thousand five hundred milliamp hour battery, so uh, biggest battery that they've they've offered, and that also comes with fast charging. So on, on you're getting this lovely big big screen that's that's HDR ten compatible. So if you're watching content HDR content, you can enjoy that on the move. We did watch a couple of videos. There's a photo of the, of the screen showing uh, a video. That, that was really impressive. And when you think if you can access content at 5G speeds, uh, it's no biggie to download a movie in just a couple of seconds or, or stream it seamlessly. Uh, you could be streaming 4K video or 4K, near, near 4K quality to the handset 
as well. So your entertainment options are, are truly wide open, as well as uploading photographs and social media posts and whatever you whatever you want. This this is a real beast. This device, and with those sorts of speeds, you can you can upload major files. You, this could be a hotspot to your phone uh, at those speed uh, to your laptop, I should say, at those speeds as well. Now, size wise, of course, there is a difference in screen size. I have a photo on Tech Guide of the S10 5G beside the S10 Plus. You'll see the slight difference in screen size there. But I had them also back to back and hardly noticed a difference in the thickness. It's only point one of a millimetre thicker. That's the 5G device is 1.1 millimetre thicker than the S10 Plus, which is really impressive when you consider the amount of technology and the sheer number of radios that they've packed inside this thing. Uh, on the camera front, as I said, six camera systems, but the, probably the hero feature is the live focus where you can take photos and shoot video with a the bokeh effect and you can actually adjust the level of blur live in the before you even take the photo so you can see it. If you're shooting video, you can adjust that on the fly as well so the background is blurred just like it would be with a portrait photograph, whether you're taking a selfie video or a video through the, the rear cameras, you get this amazing uh, this portrait effect, whether you're shooting video or taking photos. Remarkable. So you're getting a 5G device with a bigger, beautiful screen uh, and that six-camera system as well, huge battery on board. So uh, the S10 5G surely will be attractive. Telstra, if you can recall, also had an offer. So if you're one of these customers who has a Galaxy S10 Plus through the Telstra network, you have the opportunity to upgrade to the 5G device for free. So you, you have 21 days, that's till June 18, to come forward with a phone, an S10 Plus in reasonable working condition. So obviously, if you've trashed it, they're not going to give you. Uh, they're going to get not going to give you the replacement. But you've only had the phone probably for two, two to three months. So hopefully, not too much damage there. But if your phone is in is in good working condition, in good in good nick, you'll be able to hand it back to Telstra and take the S10 5G at no extra cost, a free upgrade. So you'll be on the same plan that you're on before, uh, but you'll just give the S10 Plus back and get the, five, the S10 5G in return. That there is an amazing deal. And if you've got an S10 Plus on the Telstra network, I would highly recommend you you hand it over. Do that upgrade. You've got till June 18. That's 21 days from May 28 when it goes on sale to the public. Now, if you are coming to the S10 5G uh, fresh, you can get it on a Telstra plan over 24 months. The plans uh, start at about $132. There are two models you can choose from, the uh, two store, same phone, just variants in inter internal storage, 256 gigabytes and 512 gigabytes, uh, whichever you choose. I think there's even expandable memory on board, there is expandable memory. So, if you do choose the two fifty six, you can just buy a big memory card. That's that's what if you want to do that. Your choice. Two options there: two fifty six or five twelve. Uh, I've listed also the the mobile plans as well for you to uh, to take out over twenty four months. Uh, and but that offer, if you're if you already got the S ten plus, and you want to upgrade to five G. I would uh, do that in a heartbeat. So uh, get on down to Telstra uh, and 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 hand over that phone to, for that upgrade. But uh, very impressive start to the Telstra 5G story. That those speeds, uh, very impressive. And that's day one speed. Imagine how it's going to be like uh, in a few months, in a few weeks, uh, in a few years' time when they're really tweaking this and expanding the network as they go. So we're going to be keeping an eye on that, as I'm sure you will as well. Do you want to read more about that story the Telstra 5G uh, the uh, demonstration, as well as the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G. Check that out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Okay, well, the, the Telstra 5G story isn't just about 
the smartphone. They've got the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G. It is Australia's first 5G smartphone. Uh, and it is, uh, as we, as you've just heard, a very impressive device. But the story doesn't end there. They've also got the world's first 5G hub as well, and that's courtesy of HTC, who have cleverly called this device the HTC 5G Hub. It, too, is available from today. Uh, if you're listening on May 28, that is. That's, to, that's the day it goes on sale. And it is uh, available for Telstra, of course, on the Telstra 5G network. Now, this is a different proposition, of course, to a smartphone. This is a mobile hub. So it is a device that you can take with you if you need to connect on the go. Uh, if you're not connecting to Telstra's 5G network, you'll be connecting to the 4GX network, which is pretty fast as well. Or this is a device that can be used at home. So if you want to, if you're in a 5G area and you want to use this device to connect to connect your TVs, your gaming consoles, your wireless devices, laptops, phones, tablets, this is the product for you as well. This can connect up to 20 devices wirelessly at home. So it brings the internet internet into the your home through into the hub through the Telstra 5G network, and it creates a wireless hotspot for up to 20 devices. So even if your phone is not a 5G phone, you might have your iPhone on Wi-Fi, it's going to hook into this signal, and it's going to give you some pretty impressive wireless speeds, uh, as it will for the other 19 devices that you got left after you've connected the first. This, too, has Android running on board. So this device is like a mini tablet as well. It's got a touch screen running Android, so you can run apps on this thing. So it's got all the functionality of a tablet, you can say. Also has some smart features as well, like a smart speaker. So you can uh, do a few, uh, automate a few smart devices in your home. But, of course... The main, the main job of this is to bring the internet to you wirelessly, whether it's through Telstra's 5G network, if you happen to be in a 5G coverage area, or through their 4GX network as well, which is uh, fairly widespread. But as we said earlier, they are spreading the 5G network. They are rolling that out to even more cities. So uh, within the next 6 to 12 months, you're going to see even more cities that are going to have 5G coverage. And we're not just talking the capital cities here. We're talking about regional centres as well. Wherever you live in Australia, the if you live in a regional centre, you're going to get the 5G network very soon as well so keep an eye on that but in the meantime the HTC 5G hub even if you're not in a 5G area uh, I'm testing I'm going to be testing it out this week so I'll report back in the next couple of weeks but I'm I'm not far from the I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney not too far away from Sydney airport so I'm actually in a coverage area so I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that regard where 5G is going to reach my home I, I, on the map there's a massive purple coverage area, and my home is in the middle of that area. Uh, so I'm looking forward to testing these out for myself, the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G, as well as the HTC 5G Hub as well. This could be a game changer for some customers. This could be the solution to your woes. The, I get so many emails and 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 questions about about people complaining that their NBN connection is rubbish. I, I get people who had a perfectly fine HFC cable connection pre-NBN who, you know, they were 100 megabits per second down, who have now used the same HFC cable and have their speed as halved. Uh, or in some cases, they're getting a third of the speed they had before. It's the same cable, but it's being offered by the NBN instead of their previous internet service provider. Uh, and, and there's a lot of customers who talk to me, write to me on email, that, that they're on the fibre to the node, which is 
as slow as their previous ADSL connection. Their home might not be too close to the node, so they're getting uh, there's a lot of copper between the node and their home, and they'd be lucky to get five megabits per second, ten megabits per second if they're lucky. So there's for for all those customers, they are eagerly looking for a solution. We talked last week about Optus's five G. Their, their rollout plan and with a focus on home broadband coverage. Uh, and if I highly recommend you register your interest in that because as soon as there is 5G available in your area, you will be notified. So that could be potentially be the answer to your problems. If you are having uh, a hard time with the NBN, not the speeds, not meeting your expectations, 5G could be your solution, whether it's through Optus, whether it's with uh, the HTC 5G hub, uh, pricing is available through Telstra for theirs. There's a there's data payment. Obviously, the more money you pay, the more data you get per month. Uh, Optus has a seventy dollar a month unlimited plan, minimum speed guarantee of fifty megabits per second. So they're they're putting their money where their mouth is. Telstra haven't made any speed uh, guarantees, but from the demonstration that we saw today with their five G device with a smartphone, uh, we're, we're pretty sure that uh, fifty megabits per second it will do. Easily, uh, and then some. I'd say that will be a bad day if you're having 50 megabits per second on the 5G network. But if the 5G, if 5G is something you're interested in, we've already spoken about the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G, and also the now the HTC 5G Hub. Only available through Telstra at the moment. I'm sure they're going to roll out to other networks later this year. But for the meantime, if you're a Telstra customer and you want to go faster, then these are the two products that you need. If you want to read more about those stories, the HCC 5G Hub and, of course, the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G, which we've mentioned, you can find both of those at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. Alrighty, next up we're going to be talking about the TCL 8K TV. Now the 8K TV, this was, this was unveiled at the Consumer Electronics Show and it is going to join other brands, including Samsung, who already have 8K TVs in the market, uh, and soon to they'll soon be joined by LG, which will also have their 8K TV in Australia in the second half of the year. Well, TCL has put their hand up to be yet another brand that is going to uh, introduce its 75-inch 8K TV to into Australia as well. Now, what what really interests me here? They haven't announced any pricing yet, but TCL has demonstrated that they are a value brand. They offer quality, but they also offer value. TCL, massive Chinese company that actually owns other companies like Alcatel, the phone company, BlackBerry. So they are a quite quite a force in the electronics industry. TCL, massive in in in. China. China, also massive around the world. Their TVs are, are quite impressive. They also make the displays for those companies they own as well. So Alcatel and BlackBerry, they make the displays that go into those devices, hence the reason why Alcatel phones are so reasonably priced is they, they can afford to give all these great features at affordable prices because they're sourcing the displays from their own company. They don't have to go outside to source that. That's one of the reasons that keeps the prices down. But TCL, the TV brand, the 75-inch X10 8K TV will arrive in September. It's going to have four times the resolution of a 4K TV. That's what 8K is all about. And 16 times the resolution of a full high-definition TV. So if you're looking at a full HD TV right now in your household, the TCL 75-inch X10 8K TV has 16 times more pixels than what you're looking at right now. And if you've got a 4K TV, uh, this is going to have four times the amount of pixels that you're looking at right now. So it was, it's going to, it, it is a noticeable difference. And the reason for 8K TV in the first place is because of our demand for larger screen televisions. Now, if you're going 75, 85, those really big sizes, 4K is good, but you can potentially see some pixels if you're sitting, if you've put a larger TV into the same viewing space that you had before, you're getting a bigger TV, but not you're not sitting any further back. You're going to see pixels. You're going to see stuff 
on the screen. So the pixels will be more noticeable. So with 8K, that problem disappears because of the sheer number of pixels. You're getting four times as many pixels, remember. So good luck trying to find a pixel. Even in, I've looked at this TV, my nose 10 centimetres from the screen, cannot see a pixel. It is razor sharp and very, very clear. So if you are thinking of a big screen TV, uh, the 8K is an option. Price-wise, though, we've seen Samsung's TVs. I think they're they're eighty. They're, they're top size TV. I think it's eighty-five inch or eighty-two inch. It's like seventeen thousand dollars. So it's. I think the cheapest eight K TV is ten thousand dollars from Samsung. So while it is, and I've reviewed that. I've reviewed them on Tech Guide. They are the best TV I've ever seen, but also the most expensive TV I've ever seen as well. So TCL, I think, are going to uh, really give an option here. They're going to be an alternative, a more affordable alternative. I'm predicting. Than those other brands that they've, they've, they've it's not unusual to see a, a, a 55 inch 4K TV for under two thousand dollars. What what TCL also offer apart from this beautiful minimal design, there's also going to be a built-in soundbar. Uh, included as well. So the base of the TV, the stand of the TV, will be this soundbar that's tuned by Onkyo. Uh, it also includes Dolby Atmos, so you get that 3D sound and theatre quality experience on the TV as well. So not only is it going to look amazing, it's going to sound amazing as well. And and TCL use the similar quantum dot display technology that's used by companies like Samsung and Hisense uh, for their 4K UHD TVs and now 8K TVs. So what you're looking at is similar to what you'll find with those other brands. The technology is there. Uh, th- this is going to offer amazing value as well as quality as well. There's going to be AI on board as well so you'll be able to control other smart devices in your home so imagine all the benefits of a smart speaker and all those other things in your home you'll be able to not only control that through the television but also just have this incredible quality tv to enjoy as well the tcl 75 inch 8K TV, it's the X10 is the model. It's going to be released in September. No uh, pricing just yet, but as I said, I'm tipping a, uh, a surprisingly affordable price for 8K. So keep an eye on that. September, we've got a fair bit of time to wait for that. So uh, stay tuned for that one. You're listening to Tech Guide. If you want to read more about that story, of course, it's at techguide.com.au. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. That's the company that can protect you and your family online. We live in a world where hackers are constantly finding new ways to steal our personal information. But because we live uh, online, we spend so much time online, it's quite possible we could find ourselves in a cyber criminal sites. The Norton team is dedicated to keeping people safe online, no matter how they connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet or banking on your laptop, Norton Security Premium is working hard behind the scenes to help keep your information, your identity and your devices protected. For more information on how to protect your digital life, visit au.norton.com. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Alrighty, first up, we're going to be talking about the Google Pixel 3a. Now, this has been out a couple of weeks, and I've got to say, I'm impressed with this phone. It is it is more sensibly priced. Now, I know, I know a lot of you uh, have seen the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 3 XL. These were devices that were aimed at competing with Samsung and competing with Apple, and they were expensive. They were flagship prices. What Google has done now, I think very sensibly, they've released a more affordable version of those same phones. And the good news is they've kept most of the features that are found on those flagship level devices, uh, but also put it at a more affordable price. So while retaining most of those features, of course, there is a bit of compromise to get it down to this price, but it is still remarkable value. It's available in two screen sizes, 5.6 inch and 6 inch. For our review, we 
looked at the six-inch device, which we found to be rather, rather good. Now, in, in, starting with the display, the display quality is very impressive. Pixel phones tend to have that great quality screen. Now, this still, it will. This still includes HDR plus display as well as portrait mode and also the camera that goes with it as well. The single lens camera that Google has demonstrated can still can still hold its own against those multi-camera systems. This this camera is uh, is remarkable quality. Uh, only having one lens, it, a lot of the software is doing the work. It still has that amazing night sight as well, and uh, you'll see on my review, uh, I took a photo in a near-dark room, yet it could still pick up so much detail. And, of course, it's running Google, it's running Android. It's running a pure version of Android, so there's no thick user interface put on top as you'll find with other Android phones. So like Huawei has the EMUI, uh, Samsung has their own as well. All those other brands put a little layer on top of Google. So what happens, you often end up with two with a gallery and Google Photos. You'll end up with uh, two browsers, Chrome and, and their own browser. So you get that double up. I call that the Noah's Ark effect because there's two of everything. What you, That's what you don't get, though, with the Google Pixel. So that's all, all you get is that nice, clean version of Android. And it's the latest version of Android as well. So you're getting all those cool features. On the camera side, there's a new feature called with uh, it's called time lapse. We've seen it on other phones, of course, but time lapse with the Google Pixel that is brand new. It's also uh, on the battery side. You're going to get some pretty good usage as well. For our review, the battery ran all day and into the next, so you're getting great battery performance as well. So what aren't we getting? with the Google Pixel 3a that we had with the Google Pixel 3 and the 3XL. You do have to give up some features to bring it down to these price points. And the pricing is $649 for the 5.6-inch, $799 for the 6-inch. So the XL, $799, the the 5.6-inch, $649. Now, to bring it down to this level, of course, it's not going to have all the features of the flagship devices. One thing it doesn't have is wireless charging. No wireless charging. So if you've got a, a charging dock next to your a charging mat next to your bed or in your car, unfortunately that's not going to work. So you're gonna have to plug the USB-C cable into the port. The other thing you don't have is water resistance. There is no water resistance. If you drop this or drop a drink on it, uh, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So this is uh, one feature you're not going to get. Performance-wise, I think it is probably slightly behind. It doesn't have the same Qualcomm uh, Snapdragon processor as its flagship phones. It also doesn't have as fast a processor uh, on this device as well. And while there's not too much difference in performance, you do notice things that when it starts up, it takes a little bit longer. Switching between apps and doing things, multitasking, that sort of takes a a split second longer. Not really noticeable. Not a deal-breaker at all. Still pretty impressive performance but what it does have it still has that really nice design it has that two-tone design where the sort of the glossy top top portion uh, with the matte finish as well fingerprint reader on the back is also great the, the great oled display on board that which it, it gives that that's that pretty decent quality for a phone of this price You've got your excellent battery life as well. Uh, and uh, all in all, I think for an affordable mid-range phone, this is a pretty good deal. I've recommended this phone to a few people who are looking at an Android device or even a switch from an iPhone uh, for a more affordable device. Not everyone can afford 1200 or 1500 bucks for a new device. This is a nice mid-tier alternative that will give you everything you need, apart from water resistance and wireless charging. They're kind of the two main features you're not going to get. But everything else, I think, works really nicely. Design-wise, feels great in the hand, looks nice, beautiful screen, great battery life, 
excellent camera, I think you can't go wrong. And those prices again, six forty nine for the five point six inch and seven hundred and ninety nine for the six inch display. So it's the Pixel three A five point six six forty nine Pixel three A XL six inch screen seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. If you want to read that complete review, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Righto, next up, we're going to talk about the new product from Lenovo. This is their new smart clock. So think of, right, a clock radio and think of a smart speaker and mash them together and that's what you get. You get the Lenovo smart clock. Now, this is designed for maybe a desk or your bedside table. Uh, That's where I've used it for my review. It was on my bedside. And it's got a smaller screen. It's got a four-inch display. So smaller than your phone screen is on this thing. But that's all you need beside your bed. I think if it was any bigger, it would, you wouldn't have it near your bed. It'd be just too distracting. So it is the perfect size for your bedside. And that's exactly what I've found. It's got voice and touch screen control. Uh, and there's even a USB port on the back. So if you want to charge your smartphone overnight, you can do that. So connect your cable, connect to your phone, boom, you can charge it up overnight when you wake up, phones that are 100%. Now, the this, this clock, this is what Lenovo says, it came up with the clock so it reduces the disruptive screen time when it's time to go to bed. So I want you to have a good night's sleep. So rather than you having to maybe use your phone to set your an alarm what happens, you see an email come in and you see something on social media and you find you're on your phone for a lot longer than you planned. So with having a device like this, where you can tell it what time you want your alarm, you say, hey, Google, and then boom, you can say what time you want to be woken up. Uh, and that, that saves you then having to be looking at your phone or even using your phone as an alarm. This takes that away. This does it for you. And the beauty of this is, don't forget, it's a smart speaker as well. Google Assistant on board, so you can even set up sleep routines. Say you've got some smart lights in your bedroom, you might say, "Hey Google, good night," and that'll turn the lights off. Uh, it, it'll, it'll, everything's out. You can go to bed. You could even set up a morning routine as well, where it'll show you your first calendar event. You can make it so that you say, "Hey Google, good morning," and that triggers lights on. That triggers the coffee machine, that triggers the blinds opening, whatever you've got set up in your house, really easy for you to do. And it could also show you your, your first meeting for the day, whatever you got on your calendar. You can even ask about your commute. Uh, it's a beauty. Under the hood, six-watt speaker with two passive radiators. So you can listen to the radio, of course, listen to your music. You can wake up to music, wake up to a, your favorite radio station. But this can also, the speaker can also be used if you want to help, if you need some help falling asleep. So you might ask for some relaxing music, some ambient noises, maybe sound of a rain, rain, rainforest or waterfall, whatever you like to fall asleep to. Or you can even be uh, put through some guided sleep meditation as well. And of course, being a smart speaker, not only does it play music, you can also pick up your audio books and podcasts through this as well. I can recommend a great podcast for you to hear through the Lenovo Smart Clock. And uh, no, no prices for guessing which one I'm talking about. You're listening to it right now. The Lenovo Smart Clock also works with Chromecast. So you can stream shows and music to your TV just by asking for it. So if there's a TV in the bedroom or wherever you happen to have the Lenovo Smart Clock located, it can also be used as a Chromecast as well. So pretty impressive lineup of features you got here. What I like about it too, though, uh, what I found is you can set it up so that when you want to wake up, you can wake up more, rather than being wrenched out of sleep with a loud alarm, what I like about this, you can wake up gradually. So there is a gentler wake-up routine that can, if you've got lights connected, what it can do is progressively brighten the lights in your room or gradually and or gradually increase the music or alarm in volume for 30 minutes. So imagine that slow brightness of your light, slow rising volume of your music for 30 minutes so that 
once you hear it, you might hear it after 10 minutes, you might hear it after 20 minutes, you might hear, hear it after 29 minutes, but you rather than it being a sudden noise, you've been gently woken up. That's pretty cool. That wake-up method, as I said, you can ask about the weather, you can be told about the weather, you can set that up, you can get a reminders about your events and, of course, your, tra- your commute, which I mentioned earlier. So pretty cool. It's a, a hub in your to control your home smart and connected devices. Uh, and also you can check your feeds from your smart security cameras as well. Or if you maybe have a baby with a smart little baby monitor, you can check on the baby as well right there on the little Lenovo 4-inch screen. So really smart. And being a smart device, don't forget Google devices. They can connect to more than 10,000 smart products made by 1,000 from 1,000 partner brands. So plenty of devices you can monitor or control uh, through this device as well. The Lenovo Smart Clock, really handy. It's only $129. You can pre-order it now, but it will be in store from June 6th. You can go to lenovo.com.au, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, Officeworks, and The Good Guys when it's in store. So I highly recommend you check that out. The Lenovo Smart Clock, priced at $129. And if you want to check it out, you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. Our next review is a scanner. How many of you got scanners? And I'm not talking the boring, slow, flatbed scanner here. I'm talking about a new style of scanner. This is an amazing product. It's called the Aura. It's from a company called Caesar, which is C-Z-U-R, however you pronounce that. Caesar, Caesar, I don't know, C-Z-U-R. What is not in dispute here is that it's called the Aura, and it's a very smart scanner. Now, there is a this anyone who's ever had to scan documents or photos or a book have you ever tried to scan a book when you try to put a book on a flatbed scanner like especially a thick volume the curve in the pages it's really annoying you can't read it sometimes well the aura has got you covered here this can do all of that it's got some amazing technology design wise though it looks more like a lamp though than a scanner it's got this solid unibody aluminium construction, really nice metallic finish. And it, you know, I said it looks like a desktop lamp. Well, it actually functions as a desk lamp when you're not using it as a scanner. So, how's that for, for multiple uses of one product? Now, the Aura scanner arm unfolds and locks into place so that the camera and, la- and lamp is aimed down at your desktop. So really, really minimal look, really easy to operate, single knob operation, very easy to toggle between scanning and lamp modes as well. There's also recessed plug and cable interface as well so that you get get rid of the cable clutter. So really nice, clean look to your desktop. It also comes with a leather desk mat as well. So you know exactly where you need to position the documents to scan. Now, to start the scan, all you need to do is place the document or photograph or the item on your desk with that leather desk pad that I mentioned, and it will then give you uh, a really clean scan of whatever you've got in front of it. So you can obviously scan flat pages, photographs, documents, anything you want to put there, you know, contracts, so important documents that you want to digitize, this will do it with ease. But do you remember I mentioned about scanning books and how what a pain in the neck it is to try to get a good scan on a flatbed scanner? Well, this solves that problem. Aura has this proprietary technology they call book curve flattening technology. Talk about calling the technology what it does, smart move. It can not only scan the book, but take the curve out of it as well. Now, it does that by using these three precise laser lines. So the lasers read the curve, look at the shape and size, and flatten out each page. So really accurate, flat scanning. So it can scan and replicate each individual flat page despite it being inside a curved book. Remarkable. 
Now, it's powered by a 32-bit processor. It uses a 14-megapixel camera for that scan. It's got a one and one. It's got a two-third inch CMOS sensor on board as well. So your scans are going to look sharp as a tack. So it's uh, really easy to scan there. So, but not only do you get the accuracy, you also get speed. Now, anyone who's ever wanted to scan a lot of documents, unless you've got a document feeder and they're single pages, that might do the trick. But has anyone ever tried to scan multiple pages of a book? Well, if you're trying to do that with the Aura, you can do it really, really easily. It takes just two seconds to scan both single sheets and double page books. So you can multiple scans uh, an entire book you could even scan in a pretty short space of time. Now, the onboard software can also help you here. It can detect a page turn when scanning a book. So imagine you put the book down, you let it scan one page, the act of you turning the page triggers the next scan. So you could bank two seconds, next page, two seconds, next page, two seconds. You could scan almost an entire book in, a, in not too long at all. There's even It even comes with a foot pedal. So if you want to use that to trigger the scan, to keep your hands free, whether you're scanning a book or a document, you can just have your hands free and simple press on the foot pedal uh, will help you, uh, make, help you get those scans even faster as well. Now, in terms of scan sizes, you can scan up to A3 in size for single sheets and scan anything from documents, contracts, drawings, notes, newspapers, photos, and books within that scanning size. So it really does open up plenty of options for the user. Uh, there's also an AI optical character recognition on board as well. So it can turn scanned documents into editable Word, Excel, or PDF formats, which supports 180 languages. So on top of the, the scanning, um, you'll also find there's a little viewing screen so you can actually see what you're scanning. If you look down on it, you'll see that you've got it everything in the, everything within the scanning area. So rather than you having to, how many times you've done this, you've scanned something, then you come back and think, oh, I missed the edge or something happened and you didn't get the quite the corner in. You can see what you're going to scan before you scan it. That really helps. Now, the software that comes with the Aura Scanner is pretty intuitive as well. It's got auto color optimization, uh, photo editing features, including reducing image noise and uh, adjusting the color and, con and color tone, especially if you're scanning photographs as well. And it's really easy to combine or a lot, say you've scanned a, a lot of documents, you can make them into one PDF document. So page after page, you get right there. Now, remember when we said Aura looks like a lamp? Well, it is a lamp as well, uh, and not just any old desk lamp either. It's got a it's got professional light settings so you can prevent eye fatigue. It's got 32 low power consumption, non-flickering LEDs on board. And there are four color modes for office and family use with six brightness levels. Now, the four modes include just a natural light mode. There's a reading light mode, computer mode, and smart lighting mode for night use. And all these can be controlled using the Aura app. There's even, this is a cool feature too, there's a, re a really intuitive night mode that reacts to sound. So imagine this scenario, you detect, there's noise detected, it will gradually brighten according to the sound levels in the room. And then when the noise dies down, the light will automatically dim down again. Remarkable. All those features it is a very impressive scanner and a lamp as well. Now, this is a product that's available through the Caesar website, and it is an Indiegogo project, but it is for sale right now, and it only costs $299 US dollars. Do the conversions, probably plus shipping, it's probably going to cost you about 400 and something Australian dollars, 420 Australian dollars. But if you are after a scanner that does all of those things I just described, this is an ideal choice. If you want to read our complete review, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec.
The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And they're the company behind Orbi, the award-winning system that makes your Wi-Fi faster and takes your Wi-Fi further. And they're also issuing the Orbi Home Wi-Fi Challenge. If if you buy an Orbi and it doesn't improve your Wi-Fi system across your home, you'll get your money back. And our friends at Netgear have told me not one single customer has asked for their money back. This device works. This is designed for any size home, large or small. And you can even add to the system with add-on satellites to give you additional coverage inside and out. So if you want to expand to the backyard, the garage, and even the granny flat, you can do that. In today's modern household, Orbis tri-band Wi-Fi system lets you stream your favorite movies in 4K and play online games by providing ultra-fast Wi-Fi no matter how many devices are connected. Orbi plugs into your existing modem and is really easy to set up with just a couple of clicks. And not only does it work great, it looks great too and blends into your home's decor. Orbi's the easiest, fastest and most expansive and advanced mesh Wi-Fi network available today. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. A couple of quick Tech Guide help desk questions. One was interesting uh, uh, email from a, a listener who was after a bunch of new laptops, but it was wondering whether it was possible to buy secondhand refurbished products. There are plenty of, of companies that offer that, uh, and one company in particular, I've done some work with them, so I, I made some videos for them uh, last Christmas for their for their website, is greengadgets.net.au. They have an eBay store that sells refurbished laptops. In other words, people trade in their devices. It might be a, a smartphone or a laptop or uh, any other type of technology. They grade it and then price it and then offer it to customers, and whatever you buy has a Warranty comes in proper packaging uh, and also has uh, has been tested, so you know that it's going to work. So rather than you paying full price, for example, on a laptop or, or a phone, you can go down that road. You can look at the refurbished version because uh, you you might want to save a few hundred dollars. And in some cases, especially uh, in the case of, of phones and laptops, they look in great condition. They're not going to accept them if they're rubbish condition, uh, and you're going to save a fair amount of money. I'll only for the fact that they've been used once before and they're slightly older, of course, than the new laptops and smartphones on the market. So well worth exploring, greengadgets.net.au. They have an eBay store. Pricing is there if you're after a particular phone or laptop. Plenty of things to choose from. The other question I had was from a reader who was after some cheaper AirPod alternatives, and from that, I took it to mean wire-free earbuds. There are plenty to choose from. Of course, there are brands like Jaybird and Jabra and and all these other brands, Bose, that have expensive wire-free earphones. In fact, I said in my reply that the AirPods are actually fairly competitively priced. Those brands I mentioned actually have earbuds, wire-free earbuds that are more expensive than the Apple AirPods. But there are some uh, some more, even cheaper versions of the wire-free uh, earbuds. Uh, what come to mind are the EFM earpod earbuds. EFM also Signet have uh, some really nice wire-free earbuds as well. Both cost about hundred and thirty dollars, so that's uh, a, a, about half the price, nearly half the price of, uh, or slightly more than half the price of the Apple AirPods. Definitely worth checking out. All those products that we have just spoken about, the earbuds, uh, we have had them on the Tech Guide website. If you want to check that out, go to techguide.com.au. And that is the end of our 350th show. Thanks once again for all your support. It is greatly appreciated. Everything we've talked about on the show, of course, you can find at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, feel free to email us at info at techguide.com.au or hit that record button on Tech Guide. Send us a voice bite. You can ask your question, record it in 15 seconds and under, and I'll play your voice, that voice bite on our show and answer it 
live on the program. We want to also give a special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next time. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.